Welcome back to Being Bang by Jacqueline Bickman. Today I have with me once again Kojo. Today our discussion will be main focus. If you do remember and if you are following my podcast, you remember we spoke about the Italy uh, Italy part in terms of uh, treatment for bay minorities. So today we'll be focusing on how is it like to live in Italy as a bay minority. Thank you very much for joining me today, Kojo. Well, thank you. Thank Thanks you for having for me. Seeing you again. Uh, thank you very much. Please give a brief introduction of uh, you know of yourself, and then we kick off with our. Well, focus. Uh, my name is Kojo, and I'm from Ghana, West Africa, and I'm in the UK, and I work in the hospitality industry. And last week I was here, and we spoke about how friends are in the hospitality sector and in terms of the being minority people. And now, I, since I lived in Italy, I was, I, I came back in to actually speak about life in Italy as well because probably it will help other people have the insight of being a being minority living in abroad as well. And again, once again, where I've lived and that's the experience I'll talk about. Oh, that is so amazing. I look forward to this and I'm sure my, uh, my listeners will also be looking forward to this. Um, as you said, it's a real life experience you've experienced yeah. um, and it must be very it must have been very very difficult for you to have such experience and I'm really really grateful for you to you know to share this with us today um, it, it's probably not easy to share with you know such stories but you are brave enough to share this so much appreciated yeah, yes. and please yeah go it's ahead. all about the education really. <laughs> no it is true yeah you're right you're right it's true, and I think most people don't know um, what other people are going through, you know, yeah, in true. other parts of Europe. And um, it is very, very helpful for other people to know, you know, to get to know such things. And and someone might, someone might need to hear this story from you. Maybe someone is going through the same thing, and it can encourage them to feel, you know, to know that it's not the end of the world. True. Um, they can get somewhere, and they can get better. Um, thank you very much once again. And thank you. Yes, thank you. let's go ahead and um, start uh, our conversation. So how is it like to live in Italy? Uh, what sort of experience have you had um, when you were living in Italy? And how long have you been living in Italy? Okay, so in Italy, I was, I was there when I was about 12 years old. And I've been, I lived there for about eight years. I would say eight years, a good eight years, yes. And... I was young at the time, so everything seems to be normal. Because at the time, we Africans, we want to just travel, come to abroad, work or go to school, educate ourselves. Of course. And make our lives better. And as a young African boy, uh, I, I, I went. So when I went to Italy, it was really, it, it was kind of tough, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, if you need to take a deep breath, do take a deep breath. You know, um, I know how difficult it might be for you to share such, you know, to be sharing this with us, your story. And when I heard it for the first time, guys, I literally have tears in my eyes. Um, so with all due respect, you know, I'm glad that you are sharing this. But if you do need a moment, you know, no, no, take I'm fine. That I'm absolutely fine. Yeah? Just, yeah. Okay. So at the age of 12, that is a very, very young age. I mean... That's a child. You were a child, yeah, not yeah. even a teenager. Yeah. And for you to experience, you know, racism or uh, 
unequal opportunity provision at that time it's just heartbreaking yeah go to you know go to your first couple of months in italy when you arrived as a you know as you said you're from west africa ghana totally different culture environment atmosphere yeah. how did you manage to cope with you know with a different environment and culture when you arrived in italy for the first three months let's say uh well you know as you all know when you're traveling for the first time all of us i'll say 80 percent of africans that they would travel from west africa will be so happy to leave 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 the country as soon as possible so to be honest when i was taking the first plane i was so excited to be on the plane getting out of africa and i was so excited again getting out of africa and when i went to italy for the first few days i was so happy because i thought oh you know i've come to a beautiful country and everything but not everything that glitters is gold and mm. that's just that's that's the word that's out there Definitely. so uh, being a youngster i couldn't even get into school and that is the worst thing you can ever do to a child that even in the local community, which was called the commune, we couldn't, my parents couldn't even get me into a, a school. And that's that's a real shame because, as you said, local community, you know, they're supposed to care about all the individuals living with that, within those yep. uh, community. And everyone we were always treated to... differently. Blacks yeah. were always been treated differently in that community that I lived in. Oh it was a very small community, maybe probably... Mm, I'll say like 2,000 people. Everyone, the population? Wow. Yeah, everyone knew everyone, you know. And we lived in in a house, but we were always treated differently. That's a very All, small the population. The small yeah. uh, Africans that lived in that same area were yeah. all treated differently. Most of us couldn't even, not because we couldn't afford to go to school, but they couldn't even, they didn't even take us. So everything was delayed. And then when we started school, we were called monkeys. We were bullied all the time. Hold and on, hold on a minute. You were called monkeys. Yeah, they say it to your face. In Italians, they'll say it to your face. Goodness me. And then if you don't like it, they'll tell you, look, go back to where you came from. So can I just ask? So just, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Was that ever discussed? Sorry, this is really, really, really unacceptable to call an individual monkey. That is just absolutely racist. But when your parents speak to the hair teacher or did they even get a chance to speak to the hair teacher? They weren't interested. That, that is the thing. Oh, wow. So the, again, those times, early 2000s, you, they, no one cared. It wasn't like now that there's social media people, there's things on camera. Yeah. We did, you didn't have, there was technology, but we didn't have that thing now like that everyone knows and it's it's nothing new again i'll say it's nothing new i watch a lot of football we saw how balotelli uh one of the world cups he scored a goal he took off his shirt and he was literally crying he didn't cry because of he, he cried because how the hardship he went through and for him to score that goal yeah for the italians and celebrating where we know one footballer kevin prince Boateng. He was playing for one of the cities in Italy. He they went for a, uh, a friendly match with a lower lower league team, and he was thrown a, a bananas on the on the, on the pitch. Absolutely it, look, unacceptable. <laughs> it's, it's it's something that goes on all the time in Italy. So it tells you like what I'm, what I'm saying is like in Italy, 
to just take off a child's education from them yeah. it tells you everything already i don't need to tell you oh i was i, I was called a, a monkey so i feel a victim but to the extent that they take you they tell you oh we can't uh we'll give you school for the next year because it's full but maybe if it was another race they'll give them the class it, yeah. they could have just put this news a seat i don't know the protocol but these little things tells you everything about how it is there because if you take a child's education then that's the worst of that's the that's the limit that's absolutely the worst, absolutely know? yeah no yeah. that's by any means in ways that shouldn't have been the case a child has the right to you know to be provided with education and they're supposed to have access to education you know so being asked to wait a year that is just unacceptable yeah because intakes school intakes a minimum wage should be a month or two or even a couple of weeks well in england it's totally different and i will applaud england for that they are yeah, extremely yes. amazing when it comes to education provision and and um you know they treat people very very uh very very different and in a much educational manner than all the you know other european countries such as italy and um there was one story as well um i think there was one news about a year or so ago when you, this only popped into my head when you spoke about you know the community aspect i think about a year or so ago there was this man that was beaten like barehanded beaten on the street oh yeah, yeah Do you remember by a white that, yeah. a, a white italian and literally was, there was bystanders and no one helped him yeah he was, was just, beaten to death everyone was on their phone yeah i saw i saw that footage. extreme yes. that was one of the saddest thing i ever you know i ever encountered in terms of you know not face to face but what i read on the news and um all these things show that there is still racism within you know certain european countries around the world uh, mainly italy and other countries you know and um that needs to you know that needs to end you know um how do you think we can improve it for future generation um you know what what do you think you know what would you think can be done uh, again it's all to do with education let's keep educating the media yourself keep on talking about it keep on Let people come out from their shell. Let people talk about their experience. Let, Absolutely. Let the world know that it's unacceptable to treat people differently. And like, as time goes on, I'm pretty sure that the future generations will experience that. I haven't been in Italy for yes. a very long time. Probably now it's changed. Of than course. 20 years ago. 20 years ago, it was totally different. 20 years ago, you couldn't even, like when you're on the bus you need to sit somewhere else i'm not saying like the american style but people never sat next to you oh, you wow. know so when you sit in the bus no one sat next to you when you sit on the train no one will sit next to you when you're walking on the street the police stops you all the time they search you they look they ask for documentations it's this oh, sort of yeah. thing yeah. now i don't know the situation in in italy now you know but mm. Me growing up, this was the kind of experience I had in, in in the like in classrooms. No one sat next to you, so even kids didn't sit next to you. You know, you go to you go to the shop, they look at you, everyone watching you, thinking you're gonna steal or something. I don't know why people thought that is so, totally unacceptable. <laughs> people thought we you coming in in the store, you pay yeah. like everyone else, and people thought you're different. So it's not like I'm coming to buy milk and I'm I'm pay I'm paying extra money or the other uh 
color of race is paying a, a, a different money we all paying the same money we all writing the same payment we all getting paid away the same electricity bill we all getting taxed the same honestly so Kodjo, i think that is profiling straight away that is that's called yeah. profiling you know they just profile you and picture you straight away maybe it's the movies <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> well uh yeah it could be but you know yeah as you say maybe it is the movies um but you know these are not real things like if i watch american gangster and all of this kind of stuff it doesn't mean i'm part of it you know it's just movies it's just yeah but again <laughs> <laughs> oh well um what i would say is yes as you say education is number one key i think now schools need to start implementing education mainly focusing on um uh, racism um you know what is racism how to identify racism what actions you can take during those moments if you are a victim what actions are there what what, what sort of you know uh, um procedures are there to tackle all this um those issues um this has to be part of educational um you know educational uh, courses um educational focus in general um you know for example we have english and maths we have history you know history they never speak about racism because it's history. It's about the background, the culture of different countries, X, Y, Z. However, maybe we can also start implementing um, educational background on slavery as well. Um, when we speak about history, so that even ourselves will be able to know, you know, a bit of a bit of a background of what we've been through. You know, when we, when we talk about ancestors and stuff. And also educational educational um, studies on racism, as I said earlier on, because that will be very very important to implement. That will minimize racism. That will reduce it dramatically. And I will say, in future generation, there there won't be any racism because you know, in, even in now in our generation, we do experience a little bit. But when it comes to our parents' side. They had experienced a lot of racism at that time. Yes, a lot of, just, you know, just, non-equal just opportunity provision. Uh, 20 years ago, we're talking, our parents had 50 years ago. That was even worse. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's like every generation, every time frame, things are changing gradually. And hopefully, Absolutely. hopefully it changes it will change it will change it will change and as you said now we have social media we have people encouraging speaking boldly about you know all this stuff yes. all these topics in terms of racism and uh, non-equal opportunities so yes of course um we yeah it, with time things like this won't be existence it, there will be no existence in this uh, in, in this um in this sort of um you know uh, yeah so um as, as i would say you know, we just need to keep educating our children um, so that in the future they'll be made aware what is acceptable, what's not acceptable. Um, but once again, um, thank you very much, Kojo. Thank you for having for me. Being here. Thank you. And um, please, all, if you're not subscribing just yet, please subscribe, share with friends and family, and also stay tuned for more episodes to come. And the next one, will be a secret so i'm not going to reveal what exactly you know i'll be covering that time or on that on that next um on that next podcast but i hope to see you all 
please share and subscribe and stay um stay tuned thank you